0: So it's good to keep recollecting Chitta's heart. It's only a rough uh, estimation because uh, there are different layers, different levels of it. But this is the level at which we uh, investigate and which uh, so often drives our lives. It's the effective experience, being affected and responding. It's bound up with feeling. And so, whereas a word like mind tends to take us to more cerebral experiences, which certainly, in respect to what uh, we use, what moves us is felt. Mm what moves us, what sits behind our thoughts and plans, are feeling. Mm. And in uh, English usage, feeling covers mm, three aspects, three kundas, three aggregates. One is the meaning or sanya, impression. It feels like this to me. Feels feels pretty suspicious to me feels pretty secure to me, that's sanya. And it's an intuitive, mm. meaning, impression. Mm. That, uh, call it that factor, sanya aggregate. And dependent upon that sanya, uh, there's a particular the tone of agreeable or disagreeable, suspicious, disagreeable, interesting, agreeable, friendly, agreeable, uncertain, maybe disagreeable, open, agreeable, too open, uh, nervous, frightened. And so these meanings trigger a particular feeling. The feeling acts as the, the button that pushes. Energy. Energy goes into what's called Sankara, aggregate, which is associated with volition, impulse, something that fires off. It may just fire off into the citta, the citta gets excited or depressed or confused, and further off it fires off into speech, thoughts, physical actions. And complex emotions. So you get this cascading effect. So because the Sankara themselves, as these kind of volitional qualities arise, we feel aroused, we feel excited, we feel disappointed, we feel nervous. You know, that's the Sankara. And that is then noticed. And that triggers another set of perceptions. I'm not wanted, I'm left out, there's something wrong with me. And that triggers off another set of feeling, disagreeable. (laughs) And that sets off another little (laughs) sankharas, trying to be something else. Change who you are, make things better, get rid of her, do this, do that. It triggers off another set of meanings. So this whole thing escalates into a cascade, an escalating cascade, called proliferation, for puncture that generates a world of hostile, friendly, miserable, confusing objects. Mm. And really the world, the human world is, is based upon this. Prejudices, biases, loyalties, vendettas, feuds carried on through generations. <laughs> Some countries are still repeating the war of three hundred years ago when those people did that to my, you know, it's still going on, <laughs> handed on, you know, prejudice, biases, feuds, and so forth, uh, and sets up these tremendously hair-trigger situations, hmm. whereby you know, Palestinian can't look an Israeli in the face without know, feeling. Angry or vice versa, to human beings, people. Yeah. And this is not just one nation. This is everywhere, even within nations, even within families. Yeah. Can't talk to your aunt. Yeah. Still feel resentment about the sister-in-law. It builds up. And it's because these emotional cascades get so dense they solidify and they solidify externally um, enemies, uh, passions, betrayal and they solidify internally feeling abused, feeling neglected, feeling pressurized, resentments. Mm-hmm. And, they don't just when they crystallize and they solidify. They don't just become thoughts. They think they have a somatic effect. Uh, you, and you get rigid. You get hot. You get shaky. Remembering things. I'm really shaky remembering something. You know, agitated, weeping. Mm. There is a is cascade effect. Mm-hmm. And those are actually three. <laughs> Three different aggregates, so the Buddha's wisdom is able to discern how this process occurs, uh, and you, can, so you experience something is meant, an impression lands, there is a feeling, a kind of resonance. But it doesn't have to be a sankara. There's the possibility there can be that, you know, disappointing. Hmm. And there can be a, a gap. Mm. And then that gap, it's not nothing. Uh, and that gap, there's a experience of stable, clear knowing. That's not cerebral, it's, it's felt. Uh doesn't mean it, it's not evading art, but it's experienced as something stable, contented, settled, unrestricted, like the absence of pressure. Yeah. So the absence of fire, the absence of pressure, it's an absence that is also the most reliable presence. It's not, the words fall down, don't Mm. they? But you might reflect on those times when a powerful emotion moves through and pauses and you get into that and say, Mm. it's resolved. Even better when it's not just something that passes, but something you've seen—you've seen skillfully, seen the end of it. You've seen, oh, that was where I was reactive. That's where you know the hostility, the ill will was lodged, and I relinquished it. And so that then, the absence is not just the absence of something passing, but the absence of something actually being abandoned. We see where the thorn is. Mm. You don't want to keep sticking that thorn in your flesh. Stop doing it. Mm. So it is not just things passing in time, which can happen by itself, but something that requires applied wisdom. Notice. Mm. It can be an unpleasant feeling, and that movement to just pausing, and giving yourself a choice, the chitta, the choice to go down that pathway again, or vegetation, or sit back in itself. He recognize a deeper layer or level of chitta, than the felt. The feeling, effective sense, as a deeper layer. But it's not, you're just blanking out, suppressing, shrugging off, logically counteracting, telling yourself to pull yourself together, snap out of it, calm down, be quiet, shut up, get over it. more sankara. Well, but actually there's a place where the sankara doesn't bind, still. I mean, you, know, you could say if you would explain it, but it's not really logical. There's a some sort of recognition by wisdom that this feeling will not go away by me, by acting upon it. There will not be relief from that. It will return once again, as it does. Like someone scratching a rash, momentary relief, and the rash then gets more heated. Scratch it again, momentary relief, the rash gets hot again. And to not scratch the rash, And there's a better option. As jitta sits back in itself. What is this to do with me? Hmm. It certainly will be to do with me if there's an acting upon it. If the sankara triggers, shoots off, it certainly will be to do with me because I will be formed through that, I will become a resentful, I will become a hurt, I will become an impassioned, I will become... certainly because that's exactly how it happens. These sankharas, they're more familiarised, continually regenerated, become my pattern. That's what they call the mental formation. They're an activation, citta means the activation of the chitta, this also forms it, so you become hard-headed, you become narrow-minded. Those are interesting, aren't they, you use these words in English to define the shape. Broad-minded, narrow-minded, hard-hearted, soft-hearted, faint-hearted, brittle Mm. That's what that becomes. Becomes that, and then your habits, your behaviours follow on from that. One becomes hard-hearted, callous, indifferent, brutal. Occurs not through through this, because once one becomes hard-hearted sense of even receptivity and sensitivity of others diminishes because the heart is hardened. You don't even notice how dismissive, how cynical, how blunt and abrupt you are. You don't notice it, you don't feel it. Because the heart is hardened, soft-hearted. Sounds more attractive, but that's a problem too. (laughs) You lose some spine. You, know, you get well, well you know. Conflict-averse, or unable to process, be with unpleasant feeling without being broken up, shattered by it. Can't bear to have people, you know, disapprove of me. Well, you know. <laughs> So really, all the sankaras, the shapings of the chitta, they all have the limitations of any shape. The beauty of it is the heart is always shaped, but there can be a release from that into something that has no boundaries, no shape. Unrestricted citta. Un- mm. 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 The tathagata dwells of unrestricted jitta, unrestricted by form, feeling, perception, sankaras, consciousness, defilement, aging, sickness, death. The ten qualities of a Tathagata in this respect. But to say that the Buddhists don't feel anything, Mm. don't act in any way, don't have a form, don't age and die, well, something ages and dies. it's really, it's the expression, "tathagata," the Buddha referring to the tathagata chikta yeah. It's just a language thing. Yeah. That, that, that unrestricted place, that unrestricted essence, you could say, or centre, where the sankaras are not rising. Impulsive doesn't mean you can't act, but the action is very much determined, decided upon, supportive, responsive, rather than reactive. Hmm. Important to recognise this is the material we, we are really dealing with. We call heart material, effective. The asava, the jitta is released from the asava. This is another statement of liberation, these outflow tendencies. (coughs) This is one of the definitions of the arahant. The jitta is released from the asava through non-grasping, or through non-clinging, or through not taking a stand, or however you want to put it. Mm. Mm. standard expression of liberation. So it's important to know what is liberated and where these asava occur. What is an asavar anyway? These are flooding tendencies. There mm. sudden burst tendencies where the citta rushes out. The energy of the citta oozes out. Rushes out. Mm. This is why there is that compulsive, seemingly unstoppable rush between feeling and response. The asava link it. With the severing of that, the asava, that outflow stream is cut off. There isn't that rushing out of feeling into a activation. Hmm? And one of these asava, the asava of sensuality, that is the feeling arises when the mind surveys the sense bases, picks up hmm? the meaning of glow, attractiveness uh attention. It's another sankara sees where's the hot spot? Pleasure or pain. That's irritating, that's annoying. Go there. <laughs> Fight with it. There's the hot spot of, of pleasure. Go for it. Get hold of it. Make more of it. <laughs> you know, attention. Uh, so the, uh, it's what the mind determines as this means agreeable feeling is in that. Mm-hmm. Attention goes to there, pulls that in, hot, heated up, activated. Then in the inbox, uh, the sense data, sense fields, and. Uh, in various levels, is. qualities—not just crude, it's just you know refined. Irritated by a colour of the wall, <laughs> going to a room and you've got to organise it. You can't stand it. You can't stand it. You can't stand to have that box with a lid hanging off it and. Get agitated. you mm. like this. Doesn't look good, looks messy, you've got to rush and do something. With it. So these are not like evil by any means. Mm. You've got to notice the tendencies. That's mm. helpful. Yes, it is helpful to have things. Carefully placed, in place, tidied. Yeah. Helpful. But there's you know, you could be ironing out the waves of the sea, combing the grass, <laughs> oiling the leaves on the trees. <laughs> painting the sky to get it the right colour. Before you have to accept some things are just like that. You know, scruffy, broken, bent. <laughs> it's important to recognize this. Otherwise, you start doing it to people. Just organize, sit straight to good And you get these kind of, you know. Because it's better, well, it's not better, it's just straighter, <laughs> it's just cleaner, it's not better and, and often cleaner is more desirable, but it's still not better, it's just cleaner, <laughs> I like clean. But, you know, eventually you think th- 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 you know you've got to live with dirt. Our world is dirty, earth. And so you can you know get obsessive about it otherwise. Mm. Material things. All things should make sense, Nothing. they? This is not logical. Doesn't make sense. It's not sorted out. Gotta get ends tied up on this project or this idea or this plan in nice and that's better. No, it's not better, it's just neater. <laughs> <laughs> but some things you realise actually life is not that neat. Yeah. You know, human beings definitely create order for kinds of reasons. And then you look at it, you know, Mm. most totalitarian regimes are very orderly. Nice shiny black boots, (laughs) everybody marching in step, (laughs) nice and tidy straight line, you know, better, not really. (laughs) You the inner fascist comes along sorting out the kitchen, <laughs> sorting out the library, sorting out people. At what point has become? Oh, wait a minute, just look. What are you doing? Yeah. And then, of course, you realise you're living with the biggest unresolved scruffy heap in the world, which is your mind. <laughs> <laughs> You go in there with the prunes and the shears and the scrubbing brush and the mop and the yeah, it doesn't get clean, it's just like that. No. It, it, it tidies itself up just by lessening the agitation, lessening the stress, lessening the compulsiveness, deepening the compassion, becoming more dispassionate. Things kind of start to release, unfold, and rather than a nice, tidy shape, we have an open, non-shape. If you can cultivate that, then you can, all the loose ends and the unfinished things in the world, which there are, can be sensed in that place and, you know? What's the response? This bit won't be helpful. That's the end of it. Because, you know, this whole process is a learning process. If you refer to jitta, at a certain point the penny drops, you're going to be very busy all the time, trying to tidy everything, sort everything, right every wrong, wage tribunal over every injustice that's been done to you. It's going to be a very busy, intense affair. Do you want to live like that? Uh, that's <laughs> Can you do that without just dumping or censoring or shrugging? Yeah something there's a place where it doesn't profit me. It's not for my welfare to just go down that track. But and a, since something opens, it's very beautiful. What's this to me? What does this mean to me? Why do I have to get into all that? This is not, it's difficult to put it in words, to express it. It's not dismissal, it's just um, resolution. Something's resolved. Been down that track 5,000 times from last week. Do I need to go there again? Hmm. And also the recognition something can be felt or sensed. A warm, steady, contented, open, I I'll stay here, just stay here. The more you linger in that, the stronger, more effective, more apparent that becomes. First it's just a vague, vague sense of halting or pausing. Like everything else, the mind is absorptive and one can one of the first is just basically a kind of a momentary gap before the next thing runs through becomes an increasing dimension of its own, increasingly felt dimension of its own dimension of dispassion. Beauty. Of this it allows a huge amount of things to be felt, meanings to be sensed, because instead of the mind getting completely bunged up, clogged up, and seized up by its reactions and overreactions, when those reactive tendencies are dispelled, we can be very sensitive. and responding from wisdom. This is the way it goes. These three kundas: Sanya, Sankara, Vedana. Sanya, Vedana, Sanya, Sankara. Feeling. Tone of feeling, meaning, or impression, or perception, or impression. Sankara, activation, response, reaction, formation in terms of citta These are to be uh, sensed, felt, known, not, dismissed, not, trivialized, they are very important and just to recognize that we, we are encouraged to bring forth heart The tradition is really based on it. Generosity is heart, faith is heart, community is heart, cooperation is heart. Every day we're, we're receiving gratitude. The tradition is based on gratitude. Every day we're receiving people's gratitude, faith, every day. Sizeable. That's hard. Based on faith. Every day we carry people's faith, we go forth in faith. Hmm. Every day we pay respects to the Triple Gem. That's not a rational thing. You really make it into something meaningful. So you. you get the meaning of Tathagata, of Buddha, the world crosser. You know, when you consider, you know, like myself, born in North London in some little dumpy little tenement flat, going to a scruffy junior school and scruffy grammar schools. beat universities and dropouts, and, and find yourself in this—you <laughs> know—through tracking some intuition into into Buddha lands, and you feel this incredible repository of beauty and and love and compassion and wisdom. Well, can you not feel a sense of? Gratitude and devotion to that. Can you remember it? We should do it. It does us no credit if we don't recollect that. Where are we living? You want to live in the sense fields, time and place, you want to live in history, you want to live in Self-view? You want to live in me and mine? or do you want to live in, Chitta? Do you want to live in the benefits and the blessings of good karma? The good karma we've been touched by? karma of other people? The good karma we've, good karma we've generated? Do you want to live in that? Oh, would you like to live in Walthamstow, Greenwich, God knows where? Mm. Do you want to live in a five foot ten body? Or <laughs> whatever it is? Bones, sinews, do you to live in chitta. Do you want to live in a personal history of this and that? I don't like this, I don't want that this happened to me and that. Da, da, da. Or do you like to live in chitta? You know, where's where's the capacities? Where's the where's the <laughs> where's the possibilities? I think I'll take this one, I think I'll learn to live in there. Place of gratitude, kindness, compassion, and clarity. Mm. Start there. Work the rest of it out from there. Unravel the web of history, time, place, identity. Mm. Develop it. So it's not just where we've we've come to land, even recognizing where we land is important. so easy just to go back to history, identity, but really where does jitta sit comfortably, with assurance? Not an identity, it doesn't holding it together, and quarrelling, debating, worrying, affirming. And so this development this has to be developed. It's the quality, hard qualities, through relinquishing what's unskillful, brightens, cultivating, enriching or skillful, it brightens. Lingering, sensing more fully, so it becomes much more accessible. Mm. Handling it carefully, so it becomes emollient, amenable. Not pushing it around, not dumping it, not discarding it. Handling it in this embodied way care, steadiness, respect. And it's going to open up. And this is the process we call samatha, calming, soothing. And it opens the tissues. And it's like putting a seized up muscle into hot water, warm water, massaging it. It starts to open up. Mm, mm, softer. And then you can see more clearly within how this compacted mass which at first seems so dense and as soon as something is impressioned as you immediately reacting hot head, flash immediately something is sent to you immediately reacting because it's so tense and tightened Loosen up loosened up there's the impression there's the feeling mm, just way on there and that using this body as a way of derailing that trajectory of feeding to sankara because what's felt in the jitta is felt in the body. If you've sensitized, often the body itself is closed off. Genuine people lose it with rage or grief Fear. Their body. They lose their bodies. They just rush out into incoherent speech, and the body seizes up, fired up, locked up, and very dangerous. A person runs a mock. They're not even aware of their bodies. They can get themselves killed in that panic state. If the emotions become so huge, the body just can't manage it anymore. Mind rushes out. These extreme states, mm. <coughs> mm. and then it's, it's gone. And if you've cultivated that restraint, mm. referring to the body, you can feel that hitting of the nerves, and mm. that. Whole body drains the charge, the rush, drains it, and empties that That's a practice. Of course, to wish to do it, we have to also review. Uh, certain psychologies mm. because people like it, get, like getting swept away, mm. getting fired up, mm. with passion, mm. something very attractive about it. it makes them going out of the body is an attractive proposition because you don't feel things, so you you people fired up in rage, you going to do crazy things, get themselves shot, they don't, don't care. People fired up with passion, lose their bodies, mm-hmm. and rather, you know, quite willing to do that, because they believe so strongly in the mental state as being most, in the Sankara as being more important than life itself. I will die for this. And they will. People don't. I will kill for this. People do. Because this opinion, this view, this impulse is much more important than life itself. Certainly more important than your life. <laughs> Yeah. And people love passion because it 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 fills, it gives you a form. Go to a rave, you know, throw down a bunch of ecstasy, fills ecstasy and just fling your body around completely out of your head. Great, a great time. Yeah. Love love that passion. Because when that passion floods the link between a feeling and a perception is no hindrance at all, no obstacle, which just really rushes and you formed in that. You suddenly become glorious, magnificent, brave, courageous, fantastic. It's like a drug. And people love that, that drug effect. Righteous, rage. Mm we to wean ourselves of that drug, the drug of passion. Because it's that which solidifies. So this sense impact, kamasawa, flood of sensuality, gives a richness, a flooding richness, we feel flooded with pleasant feelings. Mm. The flood of becoming, we feel flooded because suddenly we become something. We become supreme, we become clearly defined. We're not just an open space, we're definitely an entity, a thing, you know. And that's this flood of becoming. The flood of ignorance or the ask of ignorance, we don't even recognise this is a problem. We just want to be it permanently only permanently in that high permanently become in that high state and I'm definitely this. And this is something to really see the hazard of. We, we, Jitta can do this because we primary Basically, jitta is not restricted to a person, so if we begin to sense the welfare of others, maybe I don't want to become such a big deal. Maybe it feels more important for me to just flow along with what's good and right, more contented, more harmonious, more comfortable. I don't want to be a superstar, I don't want to be a villain, I don't want to be me who has to be different from everybody else. I don't want to be me with my... I just, I just flow along. There's no passion in it. Of course, we are all different in terms of about what become. We don't want to make more of it. Well, it just where's the harmony. Yeah. And really, this is where we can get that turning, because human beings do live with others, do wish to live harmoniously. The average human being thinks, I would live harmoniously if I get rid of him, her, and those, then I could live harmoniously without her and him and that one. And if he didn't do that, I'd live harmoniously. If they turned up for this time, I'd live very harmoniously, i will get everybody to be the way. <laughs> So then I can live harmoniously, mm, not quite, no. No, it's more like, uh, you've got to let go of a few things, except the disorderly or the what and this and that, then mm, yeah. I can live harmoniously. It's not through all that filtering, but through the entering, in the jitta sits back in itself, what is this to do with me? I make no, I do not quarrel with others. I don't demand of others. Therefore I live harmoniously. Not because everybody's the way I want them to be, because I don't have a thing about what I want them to be. That's so how I live harmoniously. More like that, you know? And it's possible to do that when you have this Firm basis, where the is sits in itself clearly, fully enough. Think, I have this. What do I? Do? You know, you have a treasure here. So then, dispassion becomes possible, not through some kind of sterilization process or an aesthetics or giving up on the heart, but through really maturing, seasoning the heart to be contented in itself, to turn back, to sit in itself, and then it, it, this is not selfish because when a jitta sits in itself it is unrestricted, so it senses sense is not limited to just this physical body. This is another obvious fact, isn't it? Nobody's heart stays in this one room inside this body, does it? There's always people, places, events, past, future, people I regret, people I fond of, people I respect, people I have problems with. It's just the fact, isn't it? The heart is not restricted. It's restricted by its unresolved issues. Those resolved, the heart is really unrestricted. And the heart qualities of goodwill and compassion flow in an unrestricted way. And within, and that's that layer, beneath that, within that, is that open presence, Mm. knowingness, said in the Dhammapada, we live happily amongst those who dislike us. Hmm. A very stark statement. Not through barricades, but through, you know, what's this got, you know, to do with me? I feel compassion for your irritation, but can I look into that? Something to do with me, what can I address? Hmm. No, this, this is the region to investigate between the feeling, perception, and that reaction, response. And if your average person is probably going to get through a whole web of reacting to the reactivities yeah. accumulated reactivities accumulated formations of you know where they're very hard where they're very weak where they're very sensitive where they're insensitive you gradually non-aversion to any of this mm-hmm. and so you can unravel the whole web not through going through every topic every piece of history I uh, just through the basic what arises now, whatever it is in the web of the past, the future, them, her, him, what I was and what I would be. This is samkara. This means, this feels. You know, activate it. We had to deal with every issue we'd be here for a long time. So we deal with this, this is the deep wisdom of the body. You get down to the roots where it's these aggregates, seems kind of academic, but they're very real um, revelations by Atatakata, as to how Jita gets itself ensnared, and how through terminating his asava, Constant becoming it, there can be a release. So let's take some time for direct practice.